Okay, we began last night the Kasha of Rabbi Yashuv, based on the Kasha of Rishenim. Why is it that Dabba Benesina gave up all this money if we paskin Mishel Av or Mishel Ben? Not considered just a Chumar, it was a great heroic act that he stopped that for a plate, but the Gemara says that Hechen keep it other aim. The Gemara is assuming what is the actual din. The reason this is so important, and somebody asked me after the shear that they had this case, Lamaisa, now, uh, it does come up situations like Elena, we don't uh, obviously wish it on anybody, but it is big schuss when they have to take care of the parents. The parents are in need, and there's nobody else to do it, there's no aid, they don't want an aid, the aid's not working out, can't afford it, whatever the case may be. And the aid can't do everything. Sometimes there's a lot to do. Even if they're healthy. Shopping and taking care of different things, keeping them healthy. And you have to take off from work. So most of the time, it's only a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, a number of people have asked me. scenario is that their wife is also working. And I guess of the two, he couldn't take off and she could. And she's losing money of the losing income, as we will attempt to show tonight and Mitzvah Shem next week when we go back and see it inside the Mechaber. It's quite clear just in the line I read last night that spending money is one thing, loss of Karen, Maniyas Revach is another, we have to define that, and none of them have anything to do with taking off and doing the actual duty and privilege of keeping up aim even if you're not at work. And it's not that dissimilar to any mitzvah that you have to do and you have to put on tefillin. You have to put on tefillin, even if you're going to come a little late to work. You should daven. have to daven, preferably with a minion. Uh, had one of his only psakim in Europe, a young rov, is they had to get up at like three in the morning to go walk a couple hours to work under the communists. And you know, they don't put tefillin on at night. It's asr, shema, Yishan, and he had to put it on, and it was a long way off from Alesa Shachar. And he told him to put it on, which is not the Chiddush yet, because the Machaber says, if you slept already, there's no Gzerish, less of Gzerish, Shem Yishan, and the caravan's leaving, you got to go to work, so you got to do what you got to do, but don't make a brocha in deference to Shittas Aramam, that Laila is not Zman's feeling. And Ramesha went ahead to say that they should make a brocha, and he said, even though the Machaber says, Bechashish of Das and the Ramam, that's if a, it's a one time thing, so then you don't make a bracha. The Das of people is, if they do something long term and they don't make a bracha, they think it's some sort of humor. So he didn't want that setting in. Fascinating insights. So he told them to make a bracha, because that's what Paskin Mikra did. And what happens if you can't even do that, then you have to be at work? So we know that in Kofnan Zaini Yeruday and Rachaim Rochas Luluv, it says that for Mrs. Sasa, you have to spend up to a fifth. One of the great Chidushim of this sugya, which I have to yet prove to you, but it's pretty mucho from the Machaber. Machaber doesn't give a cap on how many hours of work you're missing, how many days you're missing, and smashma that even if you lose your job, how do I know that? Because the Machaber is going to say the Lashem, which again I read one line of last night, even if you have to be a machzor ala psachim, which is not going to happen today, that means you have to go begging, unless you don't have food for today. But if you have food today, do the mitzvah now. If you have to beg tomorrow, which means you don't have a job. Now, the likely scenario a long time ago was that people didn't have jobs, like, you know, have a position at the firm. They didn't have firms before urbanization. 
they had a day job as a pile, and the pile may have made that day of a contract, but they had such a thing called a contract. Machabe talks about, the Gemara talks about making a three-year contract, a six-year contract, can't be Mashabi yourself more than six years, because that's like an abdus. You always tell people, before they sign you up, wherever they're signing you up, <laughs> whatever you're good at, and um, yes, the only thing you do, Shemr Shabbos, maybe a relief pitcher, that's only a few minutes of Bittu Torah a day, and uh, they're paying you, uh, want a 10-year contract, not Bittu Torah if you get it paid for, and you might be having a good time. So, um, I don't know of any f- from... No, give you relief pictures only when they need you and you'll give them the Shmaya, which won't be on Shabbos. Or Yom Kippur. Exactly, right. <laughs> we spoke about that. Yeah, Sandy, uh, yeah, the other, uh, no, the other, the other Jewish pictures commented, if I, if I was Sandy Koufax, I'd also take off. But, t- t- yeah, I think that's lessening his Nisayan, and maybe that's true, but then you can't put yourself in a matzah. So, here we have, per the Shalom Zalman, we discussed last night, there's certain days just on the calendar you can't work. So we discussed last night, Shabbos Yantiv, and maybe Cholamayit, according to Shalom Zalman. Others say, you have the Heter of Hesed, but when do you have a Heter not to take off from work and not to lose your job for mitzvahs? So for all other mitzvahs, there's going to be a lot of chidushim in this segment of the sugya. For all other mitzvahs, the share is one-fifth. And losing your job, in general, is like Kohan Besa, like all your money. And all your money you got to lose for Alyssa, say, not for an Asik. Chavaz Chaim gives his famous example. If the boss wants to talk Lush and Har all day and all night, and he likes to schmooze, and if you sort of tell him it's us or he's going to get rid of you, so that's losing your job. is like Kol Besa is more than a fifth, but it has many less assays, so you have to leave. But for an assay, keep it up, it's an assay. So why does the Machaber say that you have to lose? Now, we would say you only meant a few hours a day here and there, but it's not much like that. Mashma that even if he is doing this day in and day out and he has to go begging for money, he has to do it unless it's for today. So that's a very important question for the sugya, which we're probably not going to answer tonight. But part of the general picture over here is going to be important to figure that out because in the case somebody mentioned to me, his wife Taka isn't really working too much, but Baruch Hashem, he has a job. And if there are two people working and one's not now, one saw the job and they're making ends meet, okay. And what if they're not? So if they're hungry to the extent they don't food for today, then they're takapotter. Otherwise, if they don't food for tomorrow, even though they know they're going to run out of money, they're not potter. Why is Kibar Aveim different? Where is the source that Kibar Aveim is different than any of the mitzvahs say? This is a tremendous chiddush. Uh, we're almost used to it. Yeah, sure. If there's going to be a mitzvah that is different, it's going to be kibbutz avim. So here's another raya that it's more important than any other mitzvah. We don't say it's about any other mitzvah. The shear is a fifth. You don't have to give up more than a fifth. And here we're talking about what's a hefseh, what's not, what you have to pay for. But the mechaber is going to say that's when you're paying for things. But when you're doing things and you just can't work, then tough. That's many as revach, and uh, there's nothing to do with anything. So. We'll get back to that, but let's just focus on the Meniz Revach of Dom Benesinus. The Ritva asked the Kasha, we saw last night, and the Ritva says in the name of Tesis that he was just giving up profit. Huge profit. A million dollars, two million dollars, five million dollars. It was only profit, he wasn't losing money, and therefore he was Mechuyiv to do it, and to his credit, he actually lived up to the Nisayim. And the Ritva's example is like we see in Chalamai, the Chilik between. Hefsid, which is Mutra Cholamayid, and Menias Revach, which is Osir. Now, Rabbi Yashav asked the Kasha, this is where we ended off, we're in the third paragraph on page three. 
of your copy. Hikshe ha makne. Tene la locha nisig behochas cholamoid. The pragmatish is damela becholamoid. If you have an unusual source of revenue, ships just came in, or it's the World's Fair, the Arid, it's cholamoid. It's not available afterwards. This purchase, this sale, Mutter de Mikri Dover Ovid. And I will uh, document that in a moment. If it's a large enough Revach, can't be a small amount of money, but if it's a decent amount of money and uh, you're depending on it, so then that's also called Hefsid. No, same came Lefize who had an Hacha Mikri Mishal Ben. So now back to square one, Kushabim Kana Medes. So back to square one, why did Don Medicina do this? This is a large amount of money. Mayafina, Mehad Dama, Davi Hefsid Vada, Reachshav Hochu, the Chachamim left. He didn't sell him the jewel because he didn't want to get it out of the, out of the, uh, under the pillow and out of the safe. So they left. So what did they do? Where did they get this? Jewel from 47th Street? I don't know, wherever they went next. But he didn't make the sale. We know that because they came back the next year for his paraduma. He said, I only want to make back the money I lost, which already is a chink in the armor because he shouldn't have said it like that. That's not because of the money I lost. He didn't lose them. It's your schus. Okay. But I might say it was Magilo and Shemayim, they sent him the paraduma. We'll discuss why. Um, later next week, why Dafka paraduma? So Rabbi Yashav wants to know what is the ritual comparing this to Chalamoid? Chalamoid, this considered Hefzid. Over here, it's only Menias Rebach. That still doesn't answer, just he's puzzled by the ritual's comparison to Chalamoid. So we'll offer a possible answer in a minute. I'll if you can send it into Tolosh uh, later. Things will be beaten all the time. I think we're going to lose it. Yesh Rishayim Shetitzu. Before we go back to try to address this, he brings the other possibility from the Rishayim, the Rambam, the Ran. The Ocha Imaya Meir is Aviv Hayyamatsaira. If you'd wake him up, it's not just like a coveted Tsar. That's a very important Afkimina, and I will show you later in Shachanarach. There's a Machlaikis, possibly Mahabdur Ramah, on this point. That we paskin av below Mishal Ben, but when it comes to Tsar, the son has to spend his money even if he takes a headset from actual care, actual cash. And over here, wake him up as a Tsar, not just lack of covet. The first heritage is it's not Hefsid, it's Menias Revach. The second heritage is even if it's Hefsid, which will fit him with Hokus Cholamoid, it's Matsar him, and it can't be Matsar him even if it's going to throw your wallet overboard, which is the other example of the Gemara, which we'll see in the Machaber. So, I saw some Achreinim want to address the Kasha over here. Indeed, what is the Inyan by Chalamoid, where we look at a large potential profit as a Hefzid if it's not going to be available afterwards? So, some suggest an interesting notion based on the Svar the Beis Why is it that Menias Revach and Chalamoid should be Mutter? Why do we look at that as Hefzid? So, the answer is I started saying last night that that's. If it's this particular type of job that he depends on these deals and he lives in deal of deals, feast of famine, so that's very obvious. But they don't limit it to that. I'll show you soon a Bir Lacha that says that, but he only says it to Mater Adifinisser when you have to schlep to another town and it's a Tircha issue. There he says, it's Tircha and it's Schera Chalamite. For that, that has to be your job. But Ramosha and others are Madaik, 
that even if it's not your line of work, but people do dabble in other things, and he has a budget, and he knows that, he hopes, he dabbles, that uh, over the year, this will come up, that will come up, so he still depends on that, and therefore, giving it up as a dever of it. And if he has to schlep to another town or some other great tircha, that has to be Mamish's line of work. That's what we're going to see in the Berlocha. So here we have a windfall. So why the Ritva say that that wouldn't be Mutan Chalamite? So some suggest a very fascinating idea. If it's part of your budget and you know, you hope that from time to time you get an opportunity for a deal, and it's not going to present itself after Chalamite, if it's large enough, you're allowed to take it. But if you have a windfall that's so unexpected, so unusual, it's not even part of your calculations. So listen to this interesting lumdus. The first hector is based on the fact that it's a hefsid because even though you weren't cutting it yet, this is something part of your budget. So it's like almost you have it. It's over the year. This comes in more or less. But $5 million from a jewel you happen to own because the chamim happened to lose one jewel popped out of the chayshin. That's a different shmooz. What's exactly going on over here? Chayshin isn't exactly the type of thing you... You drop on the way. Uh, okay, whatever. They were missing one. So he was the lucky man. He happened to have it. Hashem engineered it. Yaakov, you so sending Makaris that uh, he was Medom. This is uh, Ace of Schar. So he was the right man at the right time. So this type of windfall wasn't part of his budget. This isn't part. This is not part of any Yishtadlis. So therefore, this would be excluded. And that's what the Ritva means. The Ritva might agree with the din that normally we put this on the Hefzid, but not over here. It's a fascinating Sora, a dogma. Somebody, Debatina has a truth on it, it's very interesting. He, he sort of toys with the, doesn't mean we understand it, he said, that based on this Sora, so we're assuming that a guy who runs a, um, a camera store, I'm still thinking of you, uh, so if he's presented with a huge textile shipment, a Chalamite, he could take the deal because this is part of his general budget. So there are people like that. They'll take out whatever, they'll sell whatever they can get their hands on. It doesn't make a difference what it is. Closeouts, real estate, textiles, cameras, doesn't make a difference. Okay. That type of guy says within, it's like he has it already, even though he doesn't. So if he's giving it up, it's like a hefzid. So Debatina once is like, is that everybody? Is that only some people? The guy's a, a doctor. So every doctor today has to be a businessman also. Better shouldn't be that way. So hopefully it's not that way with you, but uh, many of them do. So uh, that type of doctor. So if you had a shipment of uh, leftover textile and moved from Hong Kong, so you would start buying it and selling it. It's hard to the the, the, the says does mention this far, and this would answer the question over here. Probably I should have probably thought of it and didn't like it. That's why I didn't write it. But if it's a windfall that wasn't expected and has no shaykhs to you whatsoever, and it's very unusual. Even though it's a lot of money, maybe that would not be mutter or chalamoid, and it was not mutter for Dhamma Benesina to wake up his father because that's not considered a hefzid. So um, you're living uh, in a house. Uh, you have a house, and uh, the house is not worth that much, and it's uh, 20 by 40, somewhere in Flappish, and all of a sudden, Walmart comes to town, they open up, and this is the only house in between the big projects. All of a sudden, the house is worth 10 times the amount. So, would it be mutter to close that deal on Chalamite? So, we're all assuming, yeah, sure, you can retire now. I mean, the point is, get there, not so push it, because that's not part of his budget. That's not, these aren't things that he has X amount to fill and he's got to depend on. Yes, it can bring him more than it would take for the next five years of working, but not so push it.
But you have the Shaila ask anyway, because we can figure out some possible, maybe, not everything is mutu, just because it has a big price tag, but, but based on this idea, Rabbi Yosha's kasha is a very strong kasha, and uh, the Ritva seems to be assuming the Dom had no heter, there's not considered hesed, even though it was a lot of money. And he says the same thing about Cholomai. So that's a possibility. Let's first see the Machab and the Mishnah Brewer on this din, and then we will compare it to Hilchus Kibbut of Aim. So in your other copy, go first, go first to page uh, three. Uh, this is page two, is 1A, 1B, and page two. Go to page two. It's the Machaber and the Mishaburu. Take a look at Sif Hay. They're leaving all of a sudden, they came all of a sudden, and it's Cholomoyed. And again, either. This is part of your general budget. It's not so strange. It happened now, and even though you're not losing Karen, but you depend on these deals for your general budget, even if it's not your particular parnasa. I'll prove that in a moment. You don't need it now for Cholamoid, which would have been a heter, or for Yantar, which would have been a heter. Allah's Make money. That's the, you read the fair they had often on Cholamoid, autumn and spring. And then in the Ramah, he has, Moving from city to city was a huge deal in those times. Tremendous tircha. Tircha zasar Cholamoid is a separate problem. On that, take quickly a look at the Biralacha, I bracketed it. Horse and buggy, the bumps, had no paved roads. That for Havacha, even a big Havacha, you can't do Tircha. His whole process is go to the Arid, buy wholesale, come back and sell retail. And he needs this merchandise. For this guy to Dovrov. So Ramayisha makes a deal to me is the Bilach is worried about the Tircha. So for that, you need this to really be part of your agenda because that's your general panasa. Had it not been a Tircha, just a quick thing to do, and today does the Tircha. You press buttons, you make a call. Tircha may be the mental strain of it and the pressure of the deal, but it's not the physical Tircha per se. Unless you're running around, driving five hours in traffic to see a client, then it could be Tircha. So if it's not Tircha and it's an opportunity, even though it's not usually your line of work, but you do keep your eyes open and when it's presented, you might take it and you do need to cover the budget, then it's mutter. That's the idea from the Berlacha. Continue in the Machaber. Once a, once a week. What's the hurry? You'll do it next week. That's La Fuke. Many people say, after I tell them that they shouldn't go to work, I don't tell it to everybody, depends on the circumstance. Um, we don't have any term. There's no huge deal that they're depending on, and the boss is not going to fire them. I will tell you there is a serious question. Also, Machlech is a contemporary Peskim. If you have vacation coming to you, which everybody has, you have to use an Achalamoy. Many Peskim say, of course. <coughs> Not a dover of it. Take a vacation day. And others say, well, if a doctor says you must go to Eretz Yisrael for some R&R or down south for some warmth 
or R&R, or both, and you need it for your health, your mental health, your physical health, and if you take the days, do you ever notice, Cholamoid always falls out, it's not too hot, it's not too cold. So no one's going to Florida, and no one, the people are going to pace up probably, but no one's going to Florida to get out of the cold or the extreme heat, they're not going to the, uh, I don't know, wherever they go in Canada or Alaska, but they might want to go anyway, but not always the most opportune time for them. It happens to be that the Chesav HaKadosh Baruch Hashem made Pesach HaSukkis the nicest time of the year because it's Yantif, just for the record. So the fact that we like to go away other times is our problem or business, depending on how you paskin over here. So some say, if it's really necessary, we can't force you to take the vacation days. Everybody holds. It's a hider. Some say it's a chiv, some say it's a hider. Something to think about, because you've got to plan these things like a few months ahead. So over here, the Mahabra is simply saying, if there's a Yamashuk this week, so go next week. So people say, why should I go next week? If I don't go now, I won't make money. Well, yeah, if you don't go to work, you won't make money. That's never a header. Shaila is if it's an unusual opportunity, a large revach, that might be like a half so, oh, you're going to lose a client forever. That could happen, but you have to have reasonable uh, assumption that that might happen. I've had people tell me that. They say, I always go to work because you never know who walks in. I said, okay, that's true, but that can be true if anybody's running a makolot. You can have a new guy move in and uh, buy a makolot. Makolot's like a, what's makolot? A small little store at the corner. We don't have any in America left. Come on. Uh, but uh, what? Okay. And uh, every customer counts, but you're selling small amounts of food to every customer. So one guy's not going to make it or break it. You have an attorney, and this guy has started hawking, and he left you seven messages on Yontif. And he needs to meet you right away, and it's a potential large account. He can be very lucrative, or he is a large account, and he only has three of them, and he has a short temper, so then it's mutter to meet him on Cholomite. So you have to give an honest assessment of each uh, scenario. Take a look at Yudchas in the Mishabur. In Mudavar, Shein HaMatzai, Pirish. Often as Barba, Sifakadun, Lamikri, Dav, Rav, Elam, Kein, Geshem, La, Yimker, Atta, Yafsid, Me'akar, usually it means losing from the principal. There's another hetter that if you don't have enough money and you'll spend more on Yantif, which isn't the case if you would have spent it anyway. You can sell afterwards. Maybe not as good, but it's not dramatic in terms of the difference. And that is the het over here. Again, like any hetter, you can't run away with it. Got to ask a There's no mitzvah to be overly machmer if you need the panasa. No mitzvah to be overly mekel. If you don't, you got to know if it's really an opportunity and how nervous you are about losing the client and if you're being overly nervous or not. And as we mentioned last night, there's some tremendous examples of tremendous people who are mekal shem shemayim. I would have imagined, due to the fact that not everybody in the world loves us, especially in Saudi Arabia, back to our guy from last night, I would have imagined that if the guy calls once and he just finds out closed on Saturdays, they're probably Jewish, and they don't have a natural love for the Jewish people necessarily, I would assume they're going to lose that customer. That, that would have been the heter. It closed like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like nine days in a row. That, that would have been a heter. Not every heter is a chiv to use, and we don't call that baltashis. As we mentioned, uh, it could be a source of siyat b'shmayim. But 
doesn't mean you criticize somebody who is using it if there's a real bona fide uh, fear that that will happen. The question, as you mentioned, now is what do we do with the Shulchan Aruch in terms of the Kibbutz of Aim? Why is it different or is it different? So take a look at page 1A on this set that you're in right now. And we'll just have a few minutes. I'll show you the Yushalmi that it might be based on. And as you all know, when there's a machlek, is the Bavli in the Yushalmi, Pasnai the Bavli. Sometimes it's not easy to figure out if there's a Bavli that argues. You have Yukim, but you have Machlekesim. This is a great example. We have a Yushalmi, and the Machaber and the Ramah don't think there's a Bavli that argues, but the Vilna Gaon will quote many Yushalmi who claim there is. Let's see the Yushalmi. So Yushalmi and Peya, of course, Talking about Kibbutz Avim is one of them, and we, the Schar Bel Mazer Bel Mabah, Tani Rashbi. Have you seen the bracket? To the bottom. Aimer Gadoli Kibbutz Av Ve'Aim Sheidifu Kosh Baruch Hu. Hedifu is the key word here. Hashem has machshiv this more in terms of their covet than his covet. Yesem Mechvedei. How? Nemar Kabeis Avich Kabeisim Echav Nemar Kabeis Hashem Meihincha Mima At Mechabda Mima Shiachan Necha, which means that you have to be mechabed Hashem with what he gave you. That means money, assets, crops. But not more than what he gave you. And the example is given, the Yushami. Ma'afish leket, shechapeya. Ma'afish truma, ma'is arishan, ma'is asheni, ma'is ani. A lot of things we give back, so to speak, to our Kodesh Baruch Mitzvahs, we give it to people, but that's Hashem's mitzvah. Ma'is ani, chala, ma'is asukah, lulav, everything costs money. Shefer, tefillin, tzitzis, ma'achos, aniyim, and on top of all that we give stalkah. Baruch Hashem, that's a Ravim, a Mashkis, that's a man, we're feeding the hungry and the thirsty. And Yeshlacha, all these mitzvahs, and Yeshlacha, Tachaya Bakulan. If you have the money, you're Chayev in all these. Not only that, Mukhaira, we know from the Bavli, that if it's going to be a serious threat to your financial stability, we don't allow you to do it to the tune of not more than a fifth. Unless, if you remember from our Hochas Takashirim two years ago, Various atayim. If you're super wealthy, if you're giving to tamatayim, a business investment. had his list of atayim. But normally, if you don't have it, you're not financially stable. You don't have to do these items. Avol kishu ba eitzel kibud avayim. That's pretty befeirish. Bein sheish l'chahayim, bein shein l'chahayim, kabed sabich v'semecha afilu atam misavev al hapsachim. Even if it leaves you in the poorhouse and you have to go begging. The Mishalmi says black and white. Compares Kabeis Hashem That's only if you have a hain. You don't need a hain rav, but if you're middle income, you got to be careful about not going overboard. If you're very wealthy, maybe not, but there's a cap. As you make the crop, you only got to give X percentage. You have to go over because the Meiser is only Meiser and the Chum is only 2%. So you're not going to go over the 20%. And it comes to keep it of aim. Afilu the question is, does everybody agree to this? Do we pass like this, Yushami, or not? Mitzvah Sharon will discuss that next week.